what's knowledge? I'll just buy a cheeky IPA. You do, mate. Um, this is the California IPA Citrusy and Sessionable Ale. Um, initial thoughts? Shit. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> fucking dog shit. If you're the uh, California IPA and you're looking for advertisement, there is a slot available. Um, so just let us know on the podcrawlpubcast at gmail.com. There was a reason why I picked this up for 99p. It fucking Ooh, tastes like sea. Mind you, yeah, though, for 99p, beggars can't be choosers, son. Let's have a look at it. In the pubs, they're quite expensive, Sierra Nevada. Mmm, 99 yeah. pence. That, that gives the illusion of posh, doesn't it? It does. But not Just why quite... I thought it would be an absolute bog. <laughs> so, um, yeah... If if the if, if the listeners hear some sort of disdain in my voice, this is this yeah. is why. I don't know if I'm allowed to speak. But I haven't been introduced. <laughs> You're in. I don't know what sessionable means. It means you can get on the session. It's like you're allowed to have at least five. But aren't they meant to be a lot? That's why. Aren't they meant to be lighter? Whereas that's four point two, isn't it? Yeah, but four point two is about right. I think there's anything below five. Well, is a but, yeah, but what is the? Oh, okay. Is it because of the, the sesh? I think it's supposed to be easy drinking. Like the plan is you could have a fair few. Like for instance, you wouldn't steal a handbag. You wouldn't have a you wouldn't have a pint of like sour mash. You know those drinks that you have. That's really nice, but I couldn't have like two or three. Pints oh, of. and like stouts and shit. You wouldn't have loads of maybe. Yeah, and then the session ale is the the illusion that it's okay to have five because it was brewed for that very purpose. But clever. But do you say it as session or do you say it in a French accent? Session. No, you just say set. No, you just say. Sessionable male. Okay. Gareth, said like I'm not getting drawn into it. I'm not having it, Gareth. I'm not having it. Well, I was going to that that mysterious voice floating in from the sort of Ephra is um, the wonderful Ian Smith. Uh, so, hey, Ian. Um, all right. Little confession for the show here. Uh, this is going to sound a bit strange because we've got to the end of a lovely hour and six minutes with Mr. Ian Smith. And uh, Ian, would you would, would you would you like to tell the audience what you've done or haven't done? <laughs> Hello, right. Welcome to the podcast. It's not really my thing to say, um, but um, we've recorded the podcast. It, it's been a lot of fun, and here we are at the end of our recording session, but the beginning of your listening experience because I did not record the first ten minutes of the podcast on my phone. So um, so now we're having to do the first 10 minutes again, but we, we don't have it in us to remember or try and pretend that we haven't. Because it would be awful if I was like, I've got a funny story, and you all had to go, oh, what's going to happen in this? You know what's going to happen because we've all just said it to each other. Um, so I'm so sorry, guys, if this is a bit disjointed. It is, it's my fault. Please don't blame this podcast. Or do. <laughs> In summation, um, what the, what was the what's the pub called? Ian, Please again? refresh my memory. Oh, the pub <laughs> is called um, it's called Degas in in Bruges, which I was worried. I'm talking in the past tense now, even though it's happening now. I, I, was, <laughs> I, I wasn't. I'm worried that it would be pretentious. Um, Shall we just? Tell you what we could let's let's try and remember what he said, and he can tell us if we're right. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so the beer was the, the beer, beer was, was called, called Quack. Quack. There's a beer called Quack. It was served in a 
quarter yard, um, quarter yard, quarter yeah. yard glass quarter yard. held by a wooden plank. And in order to get that wooden plank, you have to yeah. Okay, I was I was expecting it to last longer, Chris. To be honest, I was expecting us to chat about yeah, it. Yeah, we have gone through that. He went with his girlfriend. It was the first trip to Belgium because he didn't want to look too pretentious because he's from the north and had northern working class guilt. Yeah. So he thought Bruges. That's the one. It's exotic, but also close enough where I'm saving money. But he worked out you get free food with every beer. And so he did save money, even though he went with his fiance, who probably wasn't that impressed with yeah, saving money. Yeah, bread between every course, and it was fairly priced about three to four euro a glass. Bread and cheese. And there was a pink yes. elephant, and it was yeah. called um, something like alcohol shakes or something like that. A bit like if you called a spliff schizophrenia. It was named after the condition you get if you drink too much of it. Oh, delirium. The, delirium, a, yeah. Yeah, and, and there's a beer called delirium treatments. Yes. I once ordered it in a pub and someone thought I'd ordered mayonnaise because it's got a white... Well, that's different. That's delirium helmet. That's, that's a different brand. Someone thought I just ordered some mayonnaise. It's an easy, easy mistake to make. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got, we've got delirium on the podcast now? anyway. Shout out to oh, Jessie's yeah, when she brought it on. Delirium red. I also had a delirium yeah, Christmas beer that was 10%. Ho, and ho, they ho. received it in a pint glass oh, in Stormbird in South London. Had like... Two of them, and I guess couldn't walk. He was in <laughs> full delirium. I do, and I think, great listener, that's everything you would have had. Okay, Chris, summarised in a brief tidbit of information. So, so the, the important things to take away is the is the yard, the yard of heart, the quarter yard of ale as as a as a as a medieval measurement, and that will suffice the the the, the future in jokes of the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Hold on, but this will go at the this will go at the beginning of the podcast, won't it? We're not playing this at the end, so this bit will still happen before he says that we do all the jokes about his medieval taste. We've entered now the admin realm. Oh, well, well we've entered a vortex. I'm doing the format. This is the problem of getting me on. I I had a really funny joke on his first uh, bit. And I yeah, but we, we can all say that. We can all say we had a great bit on the bit that said it out. <laughs> yeah, but I said it first. Oh no, <laughs> I'd come up with um, it was amazing. Marlin had to go and change his pants. It was so funny. Um, if you're ever in Brussels, check out the Atomium. I said something really profound and everyone cried. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Well, Very profound. Is that? Yeah. Right. I think that. Well, okay. Yeah, that's basically, if, if that's all come across, it, it's a lovely pub. It's it's down an alleyway. It's very secret. Oh, and it, um, and it knew about Corona it, before we did. Nice. Everyone had to sit down. You can't stand up. And you have to have table yeah. service. Yeah, you have to be at your and seat. Wore a mask. You can't go in there and crowd the bar up and have it like a busy atmosphere. There's a number of seats. If there's two oh. more people in the seats, you're out of the pub, no. and you never come back again. That is bad. They take your shoes. They throw you out. No way. That's how it works. Well, that's that's news to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tickle me oh. shocked. Yeah. I think I think it was really good rehashing it because yeah, it's like a test. we felt more as if we were there. Yeah. It was nice. It was I, nice. Feel, I feel as if I've been to Belgium now. Yeah. I definitely feel as if Chris Chris has. Ian had the look of, oh my god, they actually listened. Ian was worried Chris had become him. Yeah. <laughs> like a sobriety <supply laughs> teacher yeah, worried yeah. about his profession. He's paying attention. Oh man. He yeah. sponges. Good. Right. Good information. Um, so, what's the most money uh, we've paid internationally? I think it used to be Norway, but. 
in Dubai, which is the only place you can get beer, and it's fucking beautiful because it's just me and the Germans making a beeline from the gate to the bar. It was 15 quid for 500 mils of Pooh Garden. Oh, my days. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm actually talking in Dubai. You're looking in there. Which I assume means the bar. I'm not looking in it right now. I mean, like, I assume Degas means the bar, but how much How much for pints in Ah, uh, yeah, they don't do pints, though. They do funny things. Oh, oh, oh yeah, of course. It's they all, do. They like, do little, little bottles, um, really. I guess, like, little thing, don't um, they? a little kind of half pint. But probably, like, three or four euros. I, I remember it being, like, the same price as a pint over here. Um, probably a bit smaller, but also a bit stronger. Um, and it's a bit more like having, like, wine... With like Belgian beer, it's a bit more yeah. not just necking them, but appre- appreciating yeah. them like you would a Marlborough serving. Okay, do any of you guys know what that is, Chris? No, it's, it's, it's a posh wine. wine yeah. Oh, is it? That's shit. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, they yeah. know what a serving. Everyone knows what yeah, a serving that is. Someone, someone grew up in Thatcher's Brin. That's what Gareth tells the grandchildren. He goes around the fire and says, I remember when they first bought mine. Yeah. And <laughs> Back in my day, it was just Ailes, Bodyguard. Ailes and Ribena. Um, Ailes and Ribena. <laughs> um, did you, so did people, did you go on your selfie did you go by your lonesome? No, no, I was with my fiance. Okay, cool, cool. So I thought it would have been very brave of you to solo trip there and just strike up a conversation. I know. Yeah, solo trip, just going into a pub. <laughs> a solo trip, straight <laughs> into a pub. Of braveness. <laughs> Trying to improvise Belgian. Um, <laughs> no, I think that'd be a bit. No, but I don't think it is. I was going to say it'd be bleak, but it, it isn't. Because I've, I've been on holiday to uh, Norway by myself and I went. Husky sledding by myself, uh-huh. and I saw the Northern Lights by myself, which are the kind of, they're really nice things, but they're the kind of things that it's a lot better if you've got someone next to you to go, whoa, look at that. Yeah, I don't but, remember um, this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All I had was like strangers, and there was like a couple on their honeymoon who every now and then I turned to and just be like, oh, they're beautiful, aren't they? And they'd just be like, leave us alone, I'm having a moment. <laughs> See, the thing is, like, I only know you as your like stand-up stage persona, right? So yeah. When I'm thinking, if you went to like Brussels, like Belgium by yourself, and going to Degas, I've just got your stand-up persona going in, like, so everyone having a quiet, civilized time. And you're like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like fucking children's entertainment. It's just rocked up. I am. I I do find it weird how all all the reviews of my stand-up, like the the main thing I get described as is like likeable um right ra- ra- rather than like because I, I i feel like i put i put a lot of effort into writing and like uh, creating them and stuff but that does seem to be all that i think anyone really gets from my stand-up is just the idea that just me going he doesn't say anything <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah maybe in my mind i think i've like um done something like really um smart or unique but really it's just me going I like pies <laughs> yeah. they wouldn't know how to take that in Belgium no but it is very likeable I suppose so. <laughs> it's, it's in there number one um, Degare or Degore or something along those lines we're not quite sure because we're not Belgian 
Um, so, number two, Ian, what are we saying? Number two, I thought I need to choose a ghoul pub. So I've gone with um, the Macintosh Arms in Ghoul, Represent. which um, I, I was trying to, I sort of wrote, like, trying to summarise um, what I was like or what I was going to say. And I've basically written, it's probably very crap, but it has character. <laughs> oh, well, um, we're all about the character here. Come on. Yeah, it, <laughs> I think it's like, it's, the per- it's a perfect pub, in, in, but nothing is really good about it. Like, um, so you can, you can come in like, so you come in through one door and then there's two doors you can go into. The pub's kind of basically split down the middle with this kind of circle bar area. So that means in, in any one section, you can sometimes just not get served because like um, the people at the bar are facing another direction. It's like four angles where the, the staff have got to be like eyes in the back of the head. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like a, a lounge area, which is where the kind of old locals go and all the kind of weird people are. And then there's like a back area where they sometimes have karaoke nights and the karaoke nights would be bleak. <laughs> like no one, no one could sing. People would have arguments <laughs> with their partner mid-song. Um, like um, there was a, a pool table in a part of the pub where only one side of the pool table could you fully extend your hand back to make a shot. <laughs> so you get those pub tables where one side's against the wall, so you have to go up, like, really high when you're, when you're making yeah, the shot. Angle. They had that with, like, three sides of the pool table. <laughs> um, some really disgusting toilets. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm not selling it, but still... It, um, it was just that kind of slightly weird crap local with little characters in, but it but still better than like um, you know like a, a Weatherspoons or or one of those kind of like aggressive local pubs where the kind of local idiots go. It was it was a bit more of a kind of grungy um, emo metal type place when I was in college, which I liked. Nice, yeah. What's uh, what what point you choosing at the bar? Well, I think because when I was younger, I think the first like beer that I really liked was probably Cronenberg. Just had a real thing for Cronenberg, and also I probably like really liked it. Like when you're first, like when you've got like no idea about beer, and you're first deciding like, oh, what which of those beers am I going to have? I feel like to some extent the the glass comes into play. Like, um, oh, yeah, like good point. When does it okay? Go on, I feel go on. like so, you know, recently when Stella switched to the kind of goblet thing, mm. like if um, if I was in college and I was choosing a beer and you lined up the glasses, I'd probably be like, Yeah, I'm gonna have a Stella because that, that looks classy. I like that kind of goblet vibe. Um, <laughs> and I liked the shape of a Cronenberg. Um, so when I just had no idea about anything, I was probably like, Yeah, Cronenberg, it's French. It's got a classy-looking glass. <laughs> I'm learning quite a lot from this because, once again, you've picked a beer based on medieval fucking measurements. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that. Yeah. Purely, I, I purely just like the visuals. That's what I'm talking about. It's, like, it's fair. I, I, mean, I have even bought some... I've bought some albums in the past just because of like 
reading a magazine and seeing the cover and thought, oh, that's a nice cover, and then bought the album, which has maybe had like a 50-50 success rate of where I thought, oh, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> You're that if that's the way it's got, you're keeping the music industry alive just by yourself, <laughs> mate. Like, so, well, that's a pretty album. Bye. Oh, that's a pretty album. Don't mm. listen to it. But like on the back of that, I, I Cronenberg was my first beer of choice when I was a kid, like teenager. But it wasn't because of the pub. It was because my dad, like we went on a family trip to France. And my dad, like they went to the hypermarket and he bought 64 cans of fucking Cronenberg. <laughs> That's all I like surplus about the Yeah, I guess it's got so, to be a drink. Just, just drink this. I then, once uh, won five crates of um oh, what is it called? Uh the Indian beer you get in a lot of Indian restaurants. Cobra, Cobra. Tiger, Cobra, Cobra, Cobra. yeah. Oh, maybe yeah, yeah, it was yeah. I'm not sure if it was Cobra or Tiger. I think it was Cobra. Kingfisher? Beca- no, no, definitely not Kingfisher. It was a real animal, proper animal. Not Kingfisher, come on. No, I had to write these like jokes where um, for this app that never took off, that would basically, it just filmed your mouth and then people could put the phone up to their mouth so it looked like they were telling the joke. Um, And we got paid like barely anything for it, but on top of that, like five crates of beer. And um, I got so sick of drinking it by like the third crate that I gave one of them away as a raffle prize at like the university's like or the university's like quiz night. And the other one I just on like a hot day in um university just like with a few friends went into the middle of the field and was like, Who wants cobras? <laughs> and um it, <laughs> it didn't have the effect of, it was like an embarrassingly low turnout for like these warm cobras. And they always mock Stephen for bringing his bringing his little charm into the to the parks. He says you'll never need it. Here comes it. It wants cobras, quick boys. Yeah. <laughs> so in the, in the Macintosh yeah. arms, yeah. the karaoke nights. What kind of you said it's like a what what songs are we think playing? What's, oh, what's been all the ones what's been banged out? So nothing, no one's going in there thinking, what song can I do? What song fits within my range? It's all the, like, classics of, like, Living on a Prayer that really can get butchered. Like, because if you do, like, a Frank Sinatra-type song, anyone can sort of do that in a way that isn't going to make you want to, like, top yourself. But, um... But with living on a prayer, there's a real chance that someone's going to do something that you have to turn away from them <laughs> to hide your facial expression. Um, so lot, just lots of stuff like that. Or, or sometimes quite sad. Someone would do a sad song once. And I think that had like a real um, effect on me because last time I was at the Edinburgh Fringe, me and two friends got were told to leave this um, bar that did karaoke because... Um, we got our sing, uh, friend to sing Mad World. Uh. You know, like the, the sad version of Mad World. <laughs> and, and the guy was really annoyed at us. Um, and he was like, oh, why why you done that? Why you done that sad, sad song? Blah, blah. And then like a couple of songs later, we had Candle in the Wind come on. And he, <laughs> he stopped us like 20, 20 seconds in and just said, you, you're killing me here. You, you're killing the atmosphere. If you're gonna keep doing these, you, you're gone. And we said, like, if we stay, we absolutely will just keep doing sad songs. And it was like, well, we'll get out there. 
So, yeah, I'm just a big was fan of... Was that the overall intention? <laughs> just to play sad songs? Yeah, just because it was funny, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got such a soft spot for, like... Um, yeah, like, we would go knowing it was karaoke night because we knew it would be, like, a car crash so that we could watch it from afar and just kind of laugh. And that's my favourite karaoke. There's a bar in Edinburgh which maybe... If if I wasn't feeling like I had to choose a ghoul pub, probably would have chosen Opium in Edinburgh because it's like a metal bar that does uh, death metal karaoke on like a Monday. Um, wow. So you can see people go up on stage with all the nerves of someone who's doing karaoke, like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be good at this. And then music kick in and then go, <laughs> and it's, it's so funny to watch. <laughs> And all the drinks are like £1.50 exactly. as well. Yeah. I, think, I don't know what's oh, worse, because it's like you either fuck up, you know, living on a prayer, or you watch someone do screamo and they can't scream. Oh, yeah. But it's always funny watching someone scream. Where even if they do it, if, even if they nail it, you're just like, still mad. It's still a mad thing to be doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sort of win. Therapeutic. Yeah. Whatever scale it is from awful to good... There's something satisfying about watching someone <laughs> scream their head off. Um, I really want to see this. On like a Monday night. So I'm like the man trying to keep the happy times rolling in Edinburgh. Does the Macintosh Arms have a guy trying desperately oh, yeah. to keep Is there an MC? Um, flowing on I the karaoke? They, yeah, because the MCs to me make it just trying <laughs> desperately to, oh, fuck off, Paul, and I'm again, you're just being on. <laughs> Do you really want to see Corn X I felt like the karaoke was... Because I never remember there being someone, I think it was like, you know, you put your name at the bar and they sort of didn't really police it because they probably put karaoke on because it was like the quietest night or something. But but I remember there being like a, a quiz and the quiz master there was just like getting annoyed all the time because like no one, no one can hear the questions or no one's listening. So like he's constantly getting someone go, can you repeat that last one? And he's just like, for the third time, <laughs> what is the capital? <laughs> you can't enjoy yourself when a, when a man is like clearly having a meltdown. <laughs> and then, and then after he's done that mad world starts playing and it's you fucking oh. guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, we must have caused a couple of breakdowns there, I think. Yeah, but at least he had a good soundtrack. Oh, this week's winners, uh, Eddie Stobarts. Congratulations, <laughs> Eddie Stobarts. You have won a creator corporate beer. All around me are familiar. We'll give it a fucking rest for a minute, Pete. <laughs> good. Well, the Macintosh Arms is there, so we have arrived at the big one. Numero uno. Ian. Okay, so pub in the world? this is, I don't know if this is like um, a showing off one, but I was trying to think, it probably is like the place where I've got the most happy bar-based memories. So there's um, a comedy club and pub, I, I guess, in New Zealand called The Classic. Um, and I've, I've been to New Zealand um, for the last, Two years, and I was going to be there. I was like, I was in Adelaide this year for the comedy festival, mm. and then I was supposed to be doing Melbourne and New Zealand, and then everything got locked down. And I'd already kind of um, got rid of my London accommodation, so I had nowhere to 
live because I thought I was going to be out like in Australia for like three months or something. But um, but so not this year, but the past two years, um, I've got to go out to New Zealand, and it's like the only purpose-built comedy club in in the country. Um, and it's such a cool. It used to be like a kind of porn cinema, basically, <laughs> that was um, refitted to be a comedy club. Nice. And it, it's got all, even as a comedy club, it's just got everything you would want. It's got like, um, you know, all of the, the kind of stage and, and the audience set up, but then like a little balcony, like at the top for like, you know, enough for like seven or eight, like all the comedians. So you can watch from like above everyone else. And then there's like the little bar where basically um, every, everyone goes out after the gig and, um, you know, stays open a bit later for the comedians and stuff. So I've had lots of, like, little parties in there, and it's the only bar or comedy club where after, at the end of, like, the second year, I got my photo on the wall. There's, like, a big wall of all the comedians' photos. So I had, like, a mini presentation ceremony. And that year it was me and Ed Byrne, who's, like, far more famous than I am. So I, I was really happy about that and had to do like a, you have to do like a mini speech thing following Ed Byrne, who had, no one was really bothered about what I said. But, um, but yeah, so it's just a fun, it's just a fun time. Whenever you're out in New Zealand, there's like a, only maybe like 10 UK comics out there who you kind of hang out with. So it's kind of rare in comedy that you're not either gigging all over the place or, maybe just meeting one or two comedians during the day. So I, it's one of the few places where you've kind of had that uni experience of just having a group of 10 mates who hang out and drink there every night for like a month or something. So it's my favourite place to be in terms of comedy, I think. That's my long explanation of why I like it. I think that that gentleman might be the yeah. furthest point think, on the I planet. Think oh, really? Yeah. The furthest and he's got above. his picture on the wall. The yeah. achievement unlocked yeah. me. <laughs> Yeah, edge platinum of the map. <laughs> yeah, platinum, <laughs> platinum trophy unlocked, man. Edge of the map. Um, so, oh man, I don't know why oh, yeah. this image popped into my head because you said it was a whole porn cinema, but when you stuck your uh, stuck your picture on the wall, I had an image of you going up to it with a black light and just be like, "Oh yeah, the wall is clear." And then, oh, <laughs> yeah. I thought you meant that it would be <laughs> like. Um, no other comedians, just some of the old actors from the films. <laughs> <laughs> just like bus, Busty Debbie and then Ian Smith. <laughs> yeah, just you ill place with all the female actresses, isn't it? Yeah. That must have been a humbling I'd... moment for... Was it in Auckland, Ian? Or Wellington? Yeah, yeah. So, Auckland. Yeah, just some guy. I'll tell you, it's the fucking fist place. You love it, we'll go. Comes in Wellington, <laughs> gets over, fucking clothes, <laughs> become a comedy club. Fucking joking. Yeah. <laughs> hey, which <laughs> film is that? Looking forward to this all fucking year. It's, it's such a weird, yeah, like. Yeah, sorry, guys. We don't, we, don't, we don't do the porn anymore. We do uh, we do comedy. You fucking what? It's going to be a life change yeah. for him. <laughs> just there waiting for the comedy to end to get to the porn. I'm just going what to wait. Yeah. I think it must be to... It's still a late yeah. night place, guys. Yeah, people coming oh, for the yeah. porn and just okay, being going. Right. Just thinking, it's the fucking shittest stripper I've ever seen. Just waiting there. They must have had that when it first opened. <laughs> so who to- at what point did you find out it was an old porn cinema? Like, did someone tell you? 
what did you find out? Did you oh, just yeah, walk into a back room? Okay. Walk into a back room full of dildos saying, do not no, do that room and there's yeah. just reels of old <laughs> porn. <laughs> yeah. it. The, the old projections are still getting through it. <laughs> no, um, yeah, the, the guy who runs it, Scott, is um, very open about it. Because I think for quite a while he, he had the same carpets that he didn't change the carpets <laughs> from, from when it was that. So who knows? Like He, he said he had them cleaned, he had them properly cleaned. But, um, so when he said generations of people have been in there. Gen- genera- generations have oh, yeah, come in. They still have. All their DNA still is. <laughs> yeah, so that's true. <laughs> wow. Um, Jesus. So, I mean, like, so, so that's not the first porn cinema that's made it onto this podcast, actually. Yeah, there's the one in Cardiff. Yeah, there's the one in Cardiff. Oh, really? And that was a big yeah. porn cinema. Jeez. That's like humongous. Three, three floors <laughs> of porn, Matt. Yeah. Well, I can't imagine there being multiple screens at, like, oh, um... no, there was, there was, it was just quite amazing. It's a Weatherspoons it, it really... now, Ian, it's a Weatherspoons. No, yeah, no, it's a Weatherspoons near the Rutherford. And, um, and they don't even shirk away from it, like, there's plaques, like, to, to tell you the history of the porn cinema. Yeah. Well, fair enough. It, which I think is fair play. You're not going to be in a Weatherspoons and then find something out the, about the building and go, oh, that's not very classy. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Good point. Uh, if anything, it made us feel at home. Yeah. Um, what's the drink of choice down there then? What, what are you drinking? Um, so, there's, I can't remember the name of... So, I've got a really bad memory. And every time I would order a beer at the Classic... I'd say to like the same like couple of past staff basically, can I have that? What's that red label? The red label one, and they would give me that one, and I'd keep forgetting the beer because it it was something like like um Klukmeister or 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 something. Um, I I don't even know if it's. <laughs> I'm going to try and Google New Zealand beer. Oh, Google Klukmeister <laughs> and see what comes up. Probably an old porn star. <laughs> yeah, Klukmeister yeah. is a subgenre of yeah, porn. Yeah, it's the old... <laughs> oh no, it's the Klukmeister. <laughs> the Klukmeister yeah, I... is stealing your children. <laughs> there's there's no top New Zealand. Beer. I got a leopard beer. I got lion red. I'm going to try that. Imagine the devastation in the porn industry that all these cinemas have closed down. That's amazing. I see they're they're their only one. Yeah, they got turned into a comedy. No one in the porn industry was laughing though. No one, um, no one thinks about them, do they? Joseph Joseph Coots exhibition lager beer. Oh, hang on, right. I've got some. There's some pictures. Oh, it could be. Yes, I think Stein Lager. Oh. Did it come in a stein? No, it came in a, in a, in a yard or some uh, sort of measurement. I wish it did. <laughs> it came in the engraved back of a horse. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it yeah. came in a leather sheath. <laughs> so I think it, it's probably like a really cheap, um, I think Steinlager Pure, S-T-E-I-N. Probably came in a skull in of a... The yeah, last yeah, the, pu- the pure, pure blood I'm, skull. Imagine if I didn't yeah. mention that bit, if I was just like... Oh yeah, it comes in a skull. <laughs> yeah, I've got a really bad memory. I forgot the time I drank out of a skull. Yeah, and also they did. The, I know yeah. this isn't. It's not a beery sort of thing, but they did these like alcoholic fijoa drinks, um, which is like a. It's it's uh, related to the pear. It's like an indigenous New Zealand fruit, oh, and it's really know. nice. And I. I, I really like, so, got into Fijoas, so then I started like, having these like Fijoa Alka Pops, basically, like nice. an absolute legend. Yeah. Like, 
Fijoa WKDs or something, basically. Yeah, I was going to say the college party animal never left you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Doing emo karaoke (laughs) nights, parents' porn cinema. (laughs) Come across as too pretentious. Um, have you got any Fijoa and Alka pops, please? (laughs) (laughs) We ask every guest for a few of, if not their favourite. We've had more than one story. We've had just one mega story. We've also had a tale of Norwegian cultural drinking. What's your best pub encounter, story, argument, fight? We've had one guy that he bumped into someone that just won the lottery and bought his rounds all night. We've had all sorts. Wow. Right. Well, I feel under pressure now. I don't, I don't know if I've got like a mad, mad story. But the, so I'll, I'll ease you in with um, two very small tales that I, I just remembered that I thought was funny. So I remember being a bit drunk with like um, a friend of mine and we were off to see like a, a friend do like a music performance and um, two girls who she used to be in, I think like a choir or choral, choir or choral, choral, but these two girls who were in, all right. They used to be in a quail band. Um, but so I was talking to them and we were, we were having like a really good chat. But because I was drunk, when they they got their glasses of wine, I like was being like, we get, just being a bit boisterous. And I went like, cheers! And rammed my glass into their glass to the point where it nearly smashed. And I could see the concern <laughs> on her face. But because I was drunk, I just turned to the other girl and I could see her sort of wince with fear and I went, cheers! And sort of just smashed into hers. Um, I, oh, another... Just smashed her in the face. Another great, um, just come back, a great um, pub to go to is the Phoenix Artist Bar um, under the, like, Phoenix Theatre in Soho because it used to be quite strictly for people who are performing or working on West End shows. But um, I was with, like, a friend from uni one night and go in, and she was like, you just got to be confident. And we'd walk in and say, you members, and you'd go, no, no, we're doing the lights in Les Mis, doing the lights and sound and stuff. And they'd be like, all right, well, yeah, you can come in. Um, so if you just turn up and go, oh, yeah, I'm doing the props on the fantastic dog in the nighttime or whatever, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, come in. But my friend was, I remember being out with someone who was like way drunker than everyone else. And he got drunk to the point where after every time he finished a pint, rather than put it down on a table or take it back to the bar, he just threw the glass on the floor and smashed it. He did that for three pints where he just drink it and then just throw it. And How I just thought, did he get away I've got to get away from him. I know. It was, it was really busy. So he's just doing this right near people's feet and like it was just rammed. Um, just just madness. Um, another Another thing that I did... In this recent um, Australia trip to Adelaide, is um, I, I keep losing, like putting my bag down and forgetting it. And I'd always have my bag because I needed it for like the gig and stuff. So we'd, we'd been drinking not all night um, and looking for like, keep looking for places that are still open. So one night, the only place that was open was um, Adelaide Casino. So we went to the casino and um, went around a bit, like tried to play some of the games. And then went to the bar there. And I, as soon as I sat down in the bar, I'd, I thought, I've lost my bag. And I went running around like the whole casino 
asking like every table, complaining to like a staff member there, being like, well, I know where I was when I last had it. So can we not look at like cameras of where it is and getting really stressed out and asking with him. And after about like 15 minutes of looking and, and panicking, I went back to my seat where like the other comedians were to be like, uh, oh, I can't find it anywhere. And it was, it was just next to my seat. Um, I, was, I was busily drunk enough that I put my bag down and then as soon as it was out of my eyesight, just went, I can't see my bag. I've lost my bag. <laughs> and, but um, yeah, the thing that I remember that stands out as like a mad thing to have happened is I was in uh, Broccoli in southeast London um, yeah. in the Weatherspoons there because I was trying to do some writing. So I thought, I'll, I'll go get like a pub lunch. It's usually quite quiet there. I'll sit on a table. So I had like my laptop and a writing pad out and they're still showing some like football highlights or final score on the TV. And all of a sudden, like a pint glass just flew across at someone's head. And then like um, some guys like, started fighting. It was your mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. finished. <laughs> 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 yeah, he didn't mean anything by it. He just finished his drink. <laughs> but yeah, then like, so the, the bar staff, like someone started getting like the, the phone out and someone kind of leapt over the bar and like knocked the phone out of the hand and was like, uh, we, we do call the police, we do grassing kind of thing. And then it, I just saw that and thought, ah, I was just getting into like the swing of trying to get some work done. So it was just kind of calmly putting my laptop away and packing my bag up as like glasses were getting thrown and punches were getting thrown <laughs> everywhere. And it, it was just like mental. Like you knew that police were going to have to come and people were on the floor and stuff. So I was just like more just fed up by it all. And um, I went out of like the kind of back door and was watching the fight through the window because you can't, you can't just walk away from that and not try and watch no. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, see what happens. And then like, um, like a group of um, four or five lads then come running up to the pub, like reinforcements have been called. And one of them like got on my face and said something like, um, uh, yeah, what are you looking at, mate? It's none of your business, is it? I thought, you weren't even in the pub. You just like <laughs> just turned up from around the corner saying, stop staring at this fight, it's none of your business. As they're going inside to get involved in the fight. <laughs> but I didn't want to say to them, yeah, I didn't feel like arguing with them. So I, I just was like, yep, you're right. Rather than, I don't think it's any of our business, lads. <laughs> I, think we should, I think we should call the police and get this thing settled up. But ultimately, violence has been thrust upon me. I am but a humble writer trying to write. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's not, um, yeah, I guess it's not an out of this world um, thing thing to happen. You've sort of got to have been there, really, to have seen, um, to have seen all the glasses and the fists being thrown around. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just kind of like, yes, yeah, like I'm <laughs> fighting the pub in. I kind of picture like you know the start of Sean and the Dead, where Sean's just kind of walking through the street and like yeah. zombies and shit. Yeah, just me trying. McDonald's is all kicking <laughs> off the blokes just sat over his tray and everything just carries on just watching it it's like ah yeah that's <laughs> how I imagine it just lets out a sigh just shuts the laptop lid <sighs> bunches of flying yeah. just like that um, I want to trek back to the fucking two girls oh yeah punched up their wine glasses so so you 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 did what you cheers what I was basically I was basically so of having a good time and overconfident that I just thought it was funny to like give a really big cheers um 
but didn't realise yeah, the fear yeah. that it was causing. I want, but the this perspective of the other, the second guy, <laughs> as she as you turned around yeah. and she witnessed, yeah, she knew exactly what was coming. Like, <laughs> she couldn't run. My friend, like, um, because I sort of noticed it, but thought it was kind of like a playful look of, oh no, here comes mine. But my friend was like, no, there was real fear. There was fear in in her eyes because it, she thought she'd just got a glass of wine and you were just about to basically like explode it with your with your cup. Um, your force. And yeah, I remember exactly. the conversation like stopping really quickly after that, where they'd clearly thought. Oh, he's mad and he's going to smash something soon. That so, yeah. is the common thing of all your stories. The glass always been smashed up into all of them. Except yeah. that bag one. You were true. Oh, yeah, except the bag one. But it seems like you were one oh, you know, yeah, a yeah. couple of seconds away from smashing up If I hadn't seen my back, if range. I hadn't seen it when I come back, I would just run my arm across the bar like they do when someone has a breakdown in EastEnders. Brilliant. <laughs> Knocking all the glasses onto your bag. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just take it off. Oh, is that a Cronenberg? Or it's just like filling up your bag. <laughs> I've got a combination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need my bag, I'm taking all your pub, you cunt. Yeah. I'll tell you yeah. what, take my fucking shoes, I'm having all the fucking wooden blocks. <laughs> and I and I left that casino bare feet, blood all over them, but the wooden my blocks in shoes. Pack, I've lost my bag, I don't know where my shoes are, Jake's on you. Yeah. I want to be back in food <laughs> where they feed you. Where's my fucking yeah. cheese? <laughs> yeah. Good. Now we've just read history Trotsky style, so that'll go down in the annals. <laughs> the time yeah. we went mental in an Adelaide casino kicked off. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? Do you know the um, the ex porn cinema pub? Does it ever worry you that actually you're just mm. the audience is just a load of fetishists who are really find um, comedy really sexual? No, I don't mind really. If, they, if that's what they're into, yeah. I suppose those people, are, okay. they need, everyone needs an outlet for the weird thing they've got. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. It's all good yeah. exposure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone. Oh, my God. You guys are really selling the comedy gigs here now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Can we watch this for any reason? <laughs> good. All right, cool. So there's room at the last order in um, for your favourite bar snack. Um, and it's not a hoity-toity sit-down meal in a pub. We're not in tier three. Um, it's just a cheeky little bar snack for just when yeah. you're a little bit pissed and you think, fuck me, I could do with some cheese and bread. Small plate. Um, and then your favourite drink, but we'll do your fuck food it. first. Sir. Oh, I've just realised that I, um, I put two foods down, um, so I'm going to choose one. I'd, I'd got preoccupied with food. Oh, well, so what, I don't what know. were they? What were they? And it was... Ooh, right. You could combine them. Okay. I'll tell yeah. you the runner-up is Skips. Ooh, I'll tell you what. I don't see enough Skips in pubs. Oh. Big fan of Skips. Yeah, this, this better be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if skips and a Skip. I don't... What the hell's coming up if you've... This skips, I mean, Jesus Christ, it better be good. If it's a fucking just a prawn sandwich. So skips might make it because I don't know whether this is counted as a bar snack because it's a hot food, but I've had it before where you get it in like um, basically like a, a cup with um, basically a cup of pigs in blankets. Oh, where, oh my God. Where they do that as a, little, as a little sort of table nibble. 
pig, pigs in blankets. Yeah, I like that. That's definitely a wow. bar snack, man. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. I've had, definitely... I had pigs in blankets in a pub yeah. in um, uh, Spitalfields Market. Oh my god, um, I like of, that. When I was last in London, it, does that actually exist, um, Ian? Um, that's my one example. God, because I have to wait till Christmas. <laughs> that's, that's better than I just have to wait till <laughs> Christmas say, every that's year. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> All year round, pigs and blankets is the perfect, the perfect pub. That's nice. Yeah, they got pigs and blankets. Every blanket day's on, on Christmas. That's so why it comes yeah. out in a little cup. Yeah. That's right. Imagine. No, yeah. It's <laughs> like a political manifesto. All year round, pigs and blankets. Yeah. June, July, pigs and blankets. This is what my pub will be. Yeah. Oh my god, um, that is amazing! <laughs> right, I, I, I honestly yeah, didn't it. think you could beat Skips, skips yeah, but that definitely does. It was a yeah. tough, like, it was a tough <laughs> choice. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that shot all over Skips. And drink, yeah. drink. Ah, but it's going to get tougher. Yeah. Does, wait, wait, Ian. Does does it have to be served in that cup? Or, 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 or? I ideally, I love a metal cup. Okay. I, With I don't handle? know why I've done that. I think metal. No, like um, like the sort of cup you get chips in. It, Okay. Trendy burger place. So I I haven't, I I didn't think about the drink because for some reason I just caught with two bar snacks. (laughs) So I'm trying to think what. Chuck the skips in a blender and just. Yeah. Yeah. I try to think of something that, um, you know, rather than something that you don't get a lot. So, um, what about your uh, lovely New Zealand hair cider? That's yeah. called pear juice. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah. The Alcopops. Yeah, I think it's between like a Fijoa cider, um, that Delirium Treatments beer, or, or a Cronenberg. Yeah, Cronenberg, <laughs> Iron Brew, or oh, Iron Dandelion Brew. and Bird. A Murdoch. What's a Murdoch? Oh, Bird. Dandelion and Bird. I could go for that. Yeah, and Lord and Murdoch sounds like a shit 80s detective show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a double act. I just got now you said you said Iron Brew. Did anyone have the fucking Iron Brew Alcopop? It was mm. the bomb. Wasn't it took it away. Oh no. Uh, no WKD that, did it for a year and it got discontinued because it was deemed um advertising children. I assume it just fueled the alcohol crisis in Scotland. It didn't help. It didn't help, so uh, Sturgeon banned it. Yeah, Iron Brew. Can't do anything. The thing, I tell you. Um, Well, I think I'm going to go for this Fijoa cider because I like a cider. So, you know, this pub's going to have beers anyway. So I'm going to try and put in something a bit more exotic that's going to cost them probably a load to import as well. Well, I think so. That might be our cider. Oh, really? You two. But I'm pretty sure that's our first side. Yeah. I I believe that is the first side. I could be wrong. I don't have unless, any episodes here on Mr. tap. Mr. Martin put mm. um, Rich's cider behind the bar. I don't yeah. think he did. I don't think he did. No, so I'm that's, gonna, that's we're going to claim it. Achievement unlocked. You need at least <laughs> one. The furthest and the first side. It's, it's an episode of records. That's so good. <laughs> you stormed it. Truly it. Is. it truly is. And the record that's going to play us out, Ian's going to sing Mad World. (laughs) (laughs) Take it away. Slow fade. Hey, pal, if you carry on singing that sad shit, you can fuck (laughs) off. You've got a choice between you don't stop me now living on a prayer or the Bee Gees. (laughs) What's wrong with the Bee Gees, by the way? The Bee Gees are quite joyous, aren't they? They're, they're, they're the ones that are allowed. Okay. Uh, sorry, I missed, the, I missed the middle word in your sentence. Sorry. Sorry. Thank you. Oh. 
<laughs> there you go. Well, cool. Uh, thank you. Chase, can I do middle? Cheers, Ian. Um, That's... Uh, wait, no, whilst we got Ian, do, Ian, do you want to, you, you got stuff to, to the tens of <laughs> listeners? What's going on in your life? I suppose I can. Um, hello, everybody. <laughs> um, so, what have I got going on? My my career in life has been decimated by coronavirus. It's um, it's all very sad times. But <laughs> ignoring that, I do have um, a uh, YouTube series that comes out every week called One Hundred Reasons, where I scream about various things that I don't like. Um, I also, um, I've got my latest stand-up show is available on Next Up. If you um, if, if you go on Next Up dot com or comedy dot com i don't know the website but you, you can look this up and <laughs> then you can get a, a free trial and watch my show half life and then if you like it sign up and you can watch loads of other comedy shows other than that i'm sure you could why well, google google me you and you might find something but you will have to put comedy after my name because mm. my name is this mp um, thank you for this week's guest, Mr. Ian Smith, um, reminding us that if you ever find yourself in Bruges, have a look down the alleyways. And if you have any interesting stories or just want to get in touch with us and hang out with us, um, email us at pub- podcrawlpubcast at gmail.com. Um, if you want to hang out with us, we'll make sure it's uh, not tier two or three, because that would be illegal, wouldn't it, Gareth? But what's not illegal? Okay, wait, wait. It's I, listening I, I to don't us. Know. Is it illegal? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Can we go to the pub? It Who seems knows? like Ian, Ian know. should get away with a lot of crime, causing a lot of destruction to property on his yeah, travels. You should have got to New Zealand when you had the chance here, <laughs> um, before all this lockdown. If only you could but, time yeah. travel. Yes, like time travel. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.